Before we start this episode of Krypton Report, I want to take a moment and just give a shout out here to our Patreon. I know what you're thinking. Gosh, everyone's asking for money, and I get it. But our Patreon is only a dollar. One dollar a month that helps us keep the podcast going. And what we do is we try to find interesting shows and topics and whatever we want to talk about. We've done, as of this little thing, our last recordings were on the Scream series. Brian and Tyler, that's me, do our own show where we record in the car, and it's kind of funny. And we talk about pop culture or whatever is going on. We also have the Supernatural podcast we've been reworking. It's taken some time just because of life. But we do movie commentaries as well. It's something that James and I have done, what we used to do on the main show that we've started doing here. So for $1 a month on our Patreon, you can get those shows. There's at least four a month. Also, there's my movie pitch show that I do. But also, what we want is if you're a Patreon, you can come on. You can come on the main show if you want. Or if there's something you want to come on and talk about, we can do it as a Patreonic special. So all I want is for $1 a month, think about chipping in, joining our Patreon, and you have a voice to be a part of things. Follow the link in the link tree or in the show notes below, patreon.com slash kryptonreport. Part of the Press Play Podcast Network. Look up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's... This is Jason J. Lewis, the voice of Superman on Justice League Action. This is Mark Wayne, writer of Superman Birdwine. You're listening to The Krypton Report. to another exciting episode of Flash Week. We are here to talk about our second, or maybe third, I don't know, it's debatable, but Flash is my top three favorite superheroes. On today's episode, I'm kind of flying solo. No, that's not with my son, just me. Because I'm biting the bullet to talk about the hard stuff. That's right, we'll be talking about the very first live-action appearance of The Flash, and the third live-action appearance of The Flash. If you're asking about the second, well, that's Mr. John Wesley Ship, and he deserves his own special. And that's coming up soon, too. So here's another episode for Flash Week. <clears throat> All right. We're going to talk about Legends of the Superheroes quickly. Legends of the Superheroes is an umbrella title that's used for two 60-minute live-action television specials produced by Hanna-Barbera and aired on NBC on January 18th and 25th of 1979. It, re- it was recorded on tape with a laugh track, and it had Adam West back as Batman and Burt Ward as Robin. And then the roster included um, Solomon Grundy, Weather Wizard, Sinestro, Green Lantern, Giganta, Captain Marvel, Dr. Savannah, Black Canary, Hawkman, Mordu, Huntress, The Riddler, Riddler, <clears throat> and The Atom, and then a Ghetto Man. And a few other kind of random people that were there for that. And of course, The Flash, which was portrayed by Rod Haas. Now, as of the time of this recording, the special was on Tubi, but is no longer on Tubi. Uh, There are some YouTube clips that I watched just to get an idea of it and to see The Flash. His costume is very homemade, very spandex with a Halloween type costume style mask. Um, the, the special was paid for laughs. It took place kind of promoting the Super Friends and even uh, the official DVD release back in 2010 it came with some information. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Adam West really regrets doing it because it was a very low production 
even for what was available to them at the time, Adam West stated that it was not done well and is very disappointed in this property. But it is worth noting because it was the first appearance of The Flash. Now, we're going to move on <coughs> to the second appearance of The Flash. This would be the 1997 made-for-TV movie-slash-pilot that was never aired, Justice League of America. Now, IMDb has it as a 2.9. It's labeled as a TV movie, and it has... Barry Allen, Guy Gardner, Ray Palmer, John Jones, and then Fire and Ice as our main Justice Leaders. Our villain would be Miguel Ferrer as the Weathered Man, who is basically a version of Weather Wizard. Miguel is no uh, unknown to the DC family as he voiced multiple DC characters throughout time on different properties. He did Aquaman for one episode of Superman, and he also did um, The Weather Wizard and The Flash off the top of my head. <clears throat> now, huh, how do we talk about this? Okay. First of all, this was very low budget. 1997. Let's, let's get a world view of 97. Hold on. Let's take a drink of water. 97 was the year of Batman and Robin. And Steel for DC in theaters. It was the year that Superman, uh, Lois and Clark, the new Avengers of Superman was coming to an end. And I can kind of see where they would want to do this. It's weird that they didn't try to include Superman in it. I don't know if they did or didn't. There's not a lot that I've been able to discover why he wasn't included in, say, or make this a spinoff of Lois and Clark. But basically, at that time... MTV had a show called The Real World, where it was like everyone lived in a house, and it was very before reality TV, and I never watched it. I was too young, and it didn't really interest me, but this is what this show is trying to emulate. It's a mixture of like The Real World and every other 90s sitcom, especially Friends. If you're familiar with Friends, you can see things in it as the Justice League feels like a really bad version of Friends characters, especially... I think Ray Palmer wants to be Chandler, but he's not. He's like a Chandler-Ross hybrid that's not good. And what they do to Barry Allen, we'll get to. But <clears throat> the, the, the movie opens with Ice as our main character that we are learning from. And it's mainly her journey for this pilot as she joins the Justice League and her story. And it's her as a talking head. And then as throughout the episode, we get different ones talking. But it's weird because they're not in costume. But they're talking to this camera as if whoever's recording or watching knows they're not in costume, but they are. So the Adam, we'll, we'll, we'll start with the Adam. The Adam is a professor. I'm not sure if it's college or high school. He is living in an apartment with Guy Gardner. The Adam's costume is very spandex based and goofy looking. And he got his power in like a weird flashback. He found a special crystal. Guy Gardner in this is an amalgamation of Hal, Guy, and Kyle. And like we've talked about before is with Green Lanterns, it seems like they never want to just do the character. They always want to try to do these amalgams. And they've done that kind of with Flash as well. <clears throat> 
but I don't think ever to really this extent. Um, guy looks like Hal, acts a little like Hal. Um, mask is Kyle's, gauntlets are like Kyle's, vest is like Guy's. His name is Guy and he sells software. <laughs> so I guess it's Guy by name only or something. It's just weird. But he has a girlfriend he keeps trying to impress and we see some not bad looking constructs for the time. I will say with his ring, not a whole lot he does with it. Um, it's very hard to watch. It's very low and bad and you don't focus on the characters you really want to focus on and that was kind of my problem is I'm like why am I watching this Justice League but I'm not really focusing on the Justice League now we, we have what I at the time looking at 97 two A-listers with our Flash and Green Lantern a B-lister with Martian Manhunter though I don't really consider him a B-lister but I'm trying to look at like the 90s lens of what most people know a C-lister with the Atom and then two T-listers with Fire and Ice. Why did they choose all these characters? I don't know. Um, so let's... let's. Martian Manhunter is played by David Ogden Steers, which is a fantastic actor. I mean, he played on MASH, which I think is one of the greatest shows that ever existed. He was on there, the thoracic surgeon. And, of course, he's been in multiple Disney productions, Cogsworth and Beauty and the Beast. But here he's an overweight Martian Manhunter under a lot of makeup and in spandex, and it does not look good. He is their leader. He has a submarine spaceship that's in the bottom of the ocean, and that's where they operate out of. This production looks even worse than Superboy. Um... I know, like, we finished Superboy. Me and James have done Superboy 1, seasons 1 and 2. We're still working on that show. And we'll be kicking up 3 here soon. But this is, uh... <clears throat> this is, um... Just really low. You know, it's one thing to, to focus on one superhero so you can spend more money on making that one character look good. But they're trying way too many and nothing really looks great. The flash of speed effect is not bad. We do see it used a couple of times. But let's talk about the flash. That's what we're here to talk about is Barry Allen and his portrayal here. He's portrayed as some sort of Brooklyn-y, southern, <coughs> New Yorker kind of guy with a, like an accent talking like, you know, yo, uh, I'm Barry Allen. He's got his ear pierced, one ear, with a lightning bolt. And he has no job. And I know that, you know, so much of what we know about The Flash comes from what Jeff Johns did later with... But so much of it also about him working the crime scene is before Jeff Johns. That was established. Jeff, Jeff Johns just really gave us more of that reason why he started working the crime scene. Uh, it's kind of weird that we have this unemployed Barry Allen because it really does not feel like Barry Allen. This is probably the least Barry Allen flash I've ever seen. And it's kind of heartbreaking because this is another live action. But luckily this one never got released so people don't know about it. That's part of what the fun of talking about this is. It was very hard to watch this special. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. The 
Flash in this get he you know he loses his apartment. He has to move in with his friends, which nobody wants him to live with them. That's weird. But he is a fast cook. But he eats all the food. He cleans up. He gets a job as a mailman. But then the uh, the other mailmen are <clears throat> wanting to get rid of him because of he's too fast and efficient at his job. So what do we do? What do we do? The special, you know, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of attention off of Barry Allen, and he's just kind of one of the one of many. And even later, we get this scene of Weather Man, and he's creating tornadoes. And the Flash runs and spins and reverses it by going backwards, which is a traditional Flash tactic, which was awesome. But then his costume looks, you know, just like spandex with a really weird plastically molded around his eyes. And then he, we have a scene of him, the Atom, and Green Lantern shoving their costumes like in duffel bags behind an alley. <laughs> and, I mean, this feels more like the kind of thing in my special that I aired part of Superman Day. This feels more in tune with, if you go to our YouTube, my uh, <laughs> For Justice almost <laughs> little thing I made. <clears throat> It's just random and weird with the effects. And then at the end, there's a giant tsunami coming and Barry's zipping around, moving people. And then he just kind of stands there with the rest of the Justice League as this giant tidal wave is coming and doesn't do anything. And it just... It's very unflashed to me. I mean, I've, I've read enough comics to see that Barry would try to run people out of the city. He would try to run and create like an air barrier or something to keep the water back. Um, or he'd try to run and do a, dig a trench. I mean, something he would do, and this Barry just doesn't seem to. But this is the Justice League of America. If anyone ever wants to watch this, message me. I'll be happy to throw it in my Dropbox and send you the link. I'm not going to dwell on it very long. It was hard to watch. It's not the greatest thing, but it is worth knowing and mentioning because it is... Um, Kenny Johnson as our third live-action Flash, even though it was never, uh, never released. So that is this week's episode of Flash Week. Enjoy. Look up in the sky. We just want to say, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please check out other podcasts on the Press Play Podcast Network. We're going to press pause and hear a few words from our other podcasts on Press Play Podcast Network. Hello, Brooks here with the Books with Brooks monthly book club podcast. Here's how Books with Brooks works. We read one book a month and then we talk about it. Classics like Stephen King's The Shining, debut novels like We Are the Brennans by Tracy Lang, and tons of other compelling, life-changing stories, one book and one month at a time. So come read along with us and then listen in. If you are like Tyler and James and can't get enough super talk, check out these other podcasts. Digging for Kryptonite, Supergirl Radio, The Last Sons of Krypton, The Superboy Legacy Podcast, All-Star Superfans, Superman the Animated Podcast, The Aspiring Kryptonians, Always Hold On to Smallville, The Geek of Steel, and Truth 
justice, and hope. Remember to check out Krypton Report on all social media platforms. Go to linktree.com slash Krypton Report. You find all of our report. This is Dan Jurgens, and if you want to have a good time, keep listening to the Krypton Report.